bleary-eyed, the revelation slammed into me. I had just wasted over an hour staring at Woodley thing on YouTube. What the heck? And yet I was fascinated. And I believe it was because they were fascinated. And the amount of concentration that it took to work with these heavy pieces of wood or strange pieces of wood, forget about it. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into how to up your tenacity and grit game. I'll see you on the flip. Woodlay thing, cardistry, all of these different uh small but highly uh, supported hobbies have me intrigued. And I find myself having to come up for air after I fall down the submersion well of curiosity on these things. And you know, I started to see something in myself and those people. And that thing that I started to see was this commonality of having a tenacious spirit about what they were doing and on my part about figuring out what they were doing. And I, I you know, I, we talk about wisdom, street smarts, common sense, and how to live this life in a way that's going to help us get the best bang for our buck with what we're working with, right? Yeah. And so I was looking at this and I was like, well, man, I, I don't even know how to, you know, juice this up and make it sexy. And I'll be honest with you. I put off talking about this particular subject for a podcast because I was like, it's boring. But yet and again, I found myself totally intrigued with something only to come up again and have wisdom gently this time smack me and say, you know what? This is worthy. This is something that people need to be made aware of in their own lives because it will be of great service to them. And so as service to you, I am going to share with you grit, tenacity, and things to do to up it and all of that great stuff, okay? So if I guess I had to subtitle this, I would call this the tenacity primer. So let's let's start with tenacity. Um, I'm not going to give a, a definition as much as I'm going to give the keywords because tenacity is of the word tenacious. And when I really kind of sat with tenacity, I sat with it in the meaning that it holds for us today. And that is purpose, determination and doggedness, persistence and perseverance, and holding fast, holding something together, or retaining something. And when I also looked at this, I started to see that tenacity or having a tenacious spirit has got a colloquial or common term that is associated with it greatly these days too. And that is grit. Now, if we look at grit, grit is kind of like the function that contains this tenacity. We would even call grit the conscientious ability to stick to something for a long time without any proof or validation 
that you're on a positive track. I hate to say it, but grit, that part of tenaciousness gets a bad rap. So much so that um, a few years ago, a little over a decade ago, uh, there were some uh, researchers in the education field that wanted to look at what made some people uh, successful in going through rigorous study or training and others fail. And so Dr. Duckworth uh, was one of those people who studied a group of cadets at West Point and in Virginia, United States. And she noted that there, it came down to a few things that meant the success or failure of a cadet successfully making it through this particular program. And one of those things was grit. Uh, the other was companionship and camaraderie. Now, I have already talked um, about my love for understanding the the way camaraderie helps us these days. And I, I even talked about how I was going through uh, something and it was my ability, uh, my, I was going through brokenness and it was my ability to reach out to people <laughs> Who played games and I and funny thing is I didn't even play games with them. Uh, I didn't play the same games, but yet and still they were there for me. And I talked about it in the podcast uh, called uh, "The Next Steps After Brokenness," and I recommended a book uh, called "Reality Is Broken" by Dr. Jane McGonigal, and it is it is amazing and how she m- introduces you to the side of gaming through her research. That is not necessarily common knowledge to people, but after she presents it, it looks like it, it, it it's, it's the, it's the, makes the most sense in the world. And it's not that she's good at, at selling uh, fantasy or illusion. It's just that she's really good at taking facts and not opinions or sophomoric surface skimming uh, observations and, and giving back what is really going on. and. As a person who tested out what she was saying, I found it to be true. And then looking at this study that was done by these researchers researchers, uh, about the cadets at West Point and figuring out that they had two components, grit and their camaraderie with others, it kind of reinforced that understanding. And the reason why I am even talking to you about how to up your tenacity, aka grit game, is because in today's current conditions, we are at the precipice of a whole bunch of swirling maelstroms that are going to affect people in various ways at the same time. I wish I could just say it's one area or another. It's not. It's a lot of different areas. It's not just financial, political, or even social. It's going to also include the tangible and the intangible, as we have large numbers of people from our parents and grandparents moving over to the elderly for real categories. Um, Think about baby boomers entering into their, um, some of them, their 80s. And it's, it's about to get real 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 in this or in this world i already have friends who are dealing with elder care issues where it's wearing them down and i could just go on and on about the different things but it comes down to understanding a lot of different wisdom to coincide with our book knowledge and so 
with this upping your tenacity or grit game, let me just talk a little bit about grit for a moment, if you will allow me. Now stick with me, y'all. Don't don't shout me down when I'm preaching good and turn the channel. Just listen to me because there's some great value in this. Okay. So I'm watching these <laughs> wood laving uh, videos and I have no plans ever in life to do this this thing at all. And I, like I said, it, it became even a weird fascination for me because they were hypnotic. And so I watched and I'm not in, I'm not into the AM, ASMR kind of stuff. I don't need, you know, that kind of stuff. So it wasn't even that because if you ask me watching these, there's a whole bunch of irritating noises when the wood is being um, turned and they're using those tools to scrape it off. It's a high whine that might, you know, turn some people off. But I found them fascinating and I looked at it and most of the videos that are, well, all of the ones I watch, but most of the videos out there that have to do with uh, wood lathing and turning wood or wood turning, as it's also called, are hobby based, where people are doing it for the sake of just having mementos and and figurines and all of these kinds of things. And but the time it takes and the precision, and in addition to the precision, the creativity that it takes to take these pieces of wood. Some of them have knots in them and some of them are beautiful. And some of them, they use resins to fill in the blanks and they create these wonderful pieces that are actually show pieces. And so my mouth was hanging open. And as I continued to, to look at different ones uh, doing different things, what I noticed was that they had a tenacious spirit about them. And that it, for them translated into an extreme worth, work ethic. Uh, now, I'm not saying that every person who has wood lathing as a hobby has extreme grit or tenacity. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the ones I watched on YouTube and get this, they have a lot of views. People really like to watch it and it's real soothing too. Um, I, I noticed they had this work ethic because you can't just, for most of the pieces that I watched, it's not like you're just going to go in there and fiddle around for an hour. No, it's going to take days sometimes, you know? So like this one guy was, uh, making a, uh, totem for someone. Another one was, uh, making a vase and another one was making, uh, wooden chalices for another person as a, wedding gift. And it was just amazing all of this stuff that it took and how they would come back and tell you, okay, this is the next day or this is the next week. And they would continue on this. And as I was looking at this and understanding what Dr. Duckworth had said about tenacity, uh, work ethic, grit, and camaraderie, I noticed that with them, it's a, it's, it's a meditative process. It's a community process because they do interact, even though it's solitary when you're doing it, or, you know, sometimes it can be depending on how large the piece is you're working on. Uh, but it also um, takes a commitment because many of them said they would find, you know, most of the pieces that they use are castaways, refuse, uh, low grades of, of lumber that were cast off and that they're hoping hoping maybe that there's some 
hidden jewel in these things. And they don't really know until they get them on this, this lathe and start spinning them. You know, there were sometimes they would get in the middle and it was rotten and, and just different little things that would, you know, really, I guess, crush me if I had to do it. And so I noticed that this fit perfectly in what I understood about grit. For one thing is that there are two factors when you're looking at uh, tenacity uh, as a way of, of, of being a doer maker like these people. And that is, you have to have perseverance of your effort and you have to have a consistency of your interest over time. Uh, there is this paradox that I find is kind of like one of those ironies of life. I'm like, why would they do this? And this is the paradox. So, so bear with me. The paradox is for the level of curiosity, as your curiosity goes up, your intelligence goes up, but your focus goes down. And so this paradox is such that if you want to do these great things like become a cadet uh, from West Point, become a master woodworker, and a lot of different things that take a great work ethic and this grit to continue to do stuff for years without any promise of a positive outcome, you've got to have focus, curiosity, intelligence. And on top of that, you got to have perseverance of effort and consistency in your interests. Do you know how hard it is for someone of a curious nature with a high IQ to keep an interest in something that does not seem to offer any hopes of a return on this investment of time? Think about it. If you, I mean, I call it squirrel moments that sideline our focus. One of the top um, podcasts that I've done so far are the ones dealing with concentration and focus. And the funny thing is, is that most of the people who are looking for skills, ways, tips, and tricks to have this focus need focus in areas that require you guessed it, a high amount of curiosity and intelligence. And these areas are also highly creative. And so when you put a highly creative intelligence demanding uh, area or subject in front of someone, it's going to naturally lead to this person who has this high curiosity, who is a um, adventurer in, in learning a lot of different things because the more they have in their database or repository of experience and learning, the smarter they get. It's even said in this book that I, I love, um, Curious, uh, that I've talked about in the past, that the higher your curiosity quotient, the more intelligent you are. And the more intelligent you are, uh, you tend to be more creative. And when I say intelligent, I am including all nine intelligences that I've highlighted in other podcasts. So I'm not just talking about mathematical or analytical logic. I'm talking about all of them. Um, but on the flip side, there's a price to be paid that the higher you go, in this creative intelligence and curiosity, the harder it is for you to focus. But again, tenacity, focus, um, grit, they all require that you persevere 
and that you keep your interest in whatever your goal is over time. And so I looked at it and I was like, ding, ding, ding. Part of the wisdom that I was receiving was that the reason why I was so spellbound by what these people were doing is because they were exhibiting this very paradox and making it work. This one guy, um, he was working on a, um, a rather large piece and he hit a knot and some other stuff that um, he should have thrown the piece out because it, it the integrity of it was not going to be what he wanted to support the weight of it. And he worked around it and he still couldn't make it work. And thus he came back and he turned it into two pieces and he used resin um, to support the pieces that were um, compromised. And so he pulled them out and put them in this bucket and he mixed the resin and then he peeled the bucket off, put it back on the lathe and then started shaping it. And it turned out breathtakingly beautiful. And I'm going to tell you, when I saw the crap that was, <laughs> that was on the inside of that log, I was like, chuck it, chuck it start over. It's not cute. It's nasty. And he, he, he made it work. And then this is the part that I, I also really liked. And I thought it was kind of funny because it's an actual take on grit. Once they have gotten the piece to where they like it, they start actually using sandpaper. And sandpaper has sand on it or quote unquote grit. And so depending on how coarse the grit is, is how rough or smooth the piece ends up being. So you can uh, take edges off, uh, sharp edges, and smooth down some stuff with the larger grit, which has a lower number for its grading system. Or if you want it to polish it and make it to where it shines and gleams in the sunlight, then you would use finer grit uh, that, like I said, polishes. And so usually they'll start with these lower grits and they will work their way up to the finest grit that the piece calls for such that it looks like they dipped it in glass because it's shining so much after they get through with it. And I was like, that's just amazing. Because, you know, first they fight with, not fight with, but they, they, they have to contend with what the imperfection, imper imperfect perfections of nature throw their way. Um, and then once they figure that out, then they have to shape it. And then after that, <laughs> they have to uh, polish it and refine it. And that in and of itself is a, a detailed process as well. And I, like I said before, I was sitting there and I was like, this is amazing. And once I came, you know, once, once I went through that enough to see them working with these woods on these wood lathes, and I'm, I'm going to tell y'all, just, just go into YouTube, I dare you, go into YouTube and, you know, put on wood lathe, L-A-T-H-E, or wood turning and pull up the videos and, and 
<laughs> watch yourself because you can easily be sucked in, you know, video after video. And you're like, wow, there's no way I thought that was going to happen. It's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like watching a Bob Ross painting, but it's done in wood. That's what I would say. And there's so much hidden wisdom in that hobby. I could talk about other hobbies too, but right now I just want to focus on that one. So I have blabbered on about my fascination with this and the process. And what I want to do is just give you some quick things on how to up your own tenacity game, how to increase your own grit, as I understand it at this moment with the last few minutes that I have with you. Okay. So, as I said before, grit, it, or tenacity, we're going to use those interchangeably. It's the ability, it's a function, it's an action, it's the ability to persevere in your efforts while holding a consistent interest over time. But not only that, it is to pursue whatever the function is for a very long period, oftentimes multi-year, without any positive feedback. It requires stamina. It also requires an effort to continue to pursue your goal for the sake of pursuing it. Now, this is the part about uh, grit, if you will, the grit part of tenacity that is a con or uh, not a con, but a criticism that people in the educational world often levy against it. And I just want to kind of make you aware of that. Um, so that you understand why they talk about this great paradox between having intelligence, uh, curiosity, and creativeness as opposed to grit, you know. And that is that the function of tenacity, the function of grit, the function of having an excellent work ethic, they said it's not necessarily tied to any intelligence. They said that once you learn the habit, you should be able to stick to one task for a long time without being distracted to explore other stuff, which, you know, that's curiosity. That's that's basically the definition of curiosity. And they said that if you're able to do this over long periods of time, that it will decrease your impetus for curiosity. And I was like, oh, Because yes, it's true, but then I choose to believe that it's not all the way true because I'm back to my wood lathing, folks. I'm going to let them go, but not yet. When I look at these guys and the problems that they solve with continuing on with their tenacious pursuit of creating something out of this wood, it's not like an assembly line. And I I believe that the criticism of grit and tenacity uses broad strokes where it tries to put everything we do on some type of generic conveyor belt of only putting in one screw. That's your one job on the assembly line. And that is not our case now. We are not automatons. We are are not assembly workers uh, in this regard. And so... Yes, there is problem solving. Um, there is a lot more to it when you when you do what you're supposed to. For instance, I'm doing this podcast. I did another podcast for a few years as well. And there is no guarantee that this podcast will be 
what other what some people deem as a success. I I don't necessarily get positive feedback, but yet and still I do it. And I do it because of a passion that I have. I understand the power of doing the part that, you know, playing your part of the symphony and my part of the symphony, I believe is sharing this stuff with you guys as I go through it and hoping to leave you better than I found you daily. And speaking out into the void, taking a chance and putting myself out there and doing that with the same consistency of interest I've had from when I started, being able to persevere and push through without any attaboys, pat on the backs, or you're doing well, just doing it because not just because I said I was going to do it, but because going back to tenaciousness, I have the ability to hold something together, to retain it, to hold it fast, and to use it as part of my purpose. And so that brings me to one of the things that I think a lot of people overlook when they look at grit and tenacity and perseverance. And that is, part of this helps you to hone your purpose. One of the things that I talked about the other day when I was talking about the next steps after brokenness and what I learned from video game players is that they do a lot of grinding. And if you're familiar with the um, gaming world, to grind means you do mundane mundane tasks where you build up your skills Um to where you move from going out and subduing bunnies all the way up to subduing bigger monsters as you build your skills up. And I looked at that um, in relation to games where it's so that you will have a specialty. So the curious person that I am, yes, I am a curious person. I went over and looked at what it took to be an intern uh, in the um, golden ages of, of arts and crafts. And the average time was seven years. And what they would do is they would start with mundane tasks of washing brushes, hauling dirt for uh, the material to be made if, if they were using plasters and stuff and all of these little low level things that didn't look like much. And then they would um, progress once they had an appreciation for those base materials. Um, they would move up the ranks, mixing paints or preparing um, uh, the materials or uh, watering down the marble, whatever it was that they were doing for the masters. And then they would get to the point where they could trace over the the lines, the etches of the masters to practice their, their strokes and uh, shape the clays if, if they were sculpting like the masters until they got to this point where they you could tell the influence of the master on them but now they were these skilled artisans that were able to go out and find jobs on their own without being under the watchful eye of the master and it's all about what we are now looking at these days so many books that deal with habit forming habit replacement building routines have to do with this little thing called grit. And that is to keep your consistency up in your interest over time without any promise of good feedback. 
to persevere when it looks like you're all alone and doing it on your own and nobody is caring. That is part of the incremental habit building that gets people to where they look like they are overnight successes. Think of the people that you see making it big in any generation, actually, because it's a recurring theme. Remember yesterday I talked about the difference between idiosyncrasies and uh, systematic signals. And a systematic signal happens here. People toil in the dark for years and they don't get any good feedback. They don't get any support. If, if anything, they get pity from friends and family begging them to stop and get a job or do something else. And they're like, no, I'm going to continue this. This is my purpose. I'm determined. I have a doggedness, a persistence, all of those things that go into this tenacity that I'm talking about. And then lo and behold, a lot of times they hit it. There's this uh, graphic out there where there are these two men and the one on the bottom uh, has a pick. Both of them have pick pick axes and the one on the bottom has turned away and is walking back to wherever the exit is. And you can see that there is this big thing of gold or, or, or gold or diamonds that's just another pickaxe beat away. And at the top, you see another guy who, a person who is enthusiastically picking away and is uh, not as far along as the one who has given up, but is almost there. And it shows that they're going to get to the goal. And so many times people think that because you are willing to do something for a while, that it should give you uh, a reward. And I'm just going to tell you that to up your tenacity game, you got to forget the rewards. You've got to do it for the sake of the purpose, the determination, the persistence, holding fast, holding it together and retaining it because you said you were going to do it. And if it takes two years, five years, 10 years, be persistent. Because even if you never get the goal you thought you were going to get, you're getting skilled and you're getting treasures that no one can ever take from you. You are in actually a master workshop of uh, building your work ethic and, and building yourself up to become a master. And so guess what? Yes, indeed. My time is up. I do thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spiva, your practical priestess of wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for uh, supporting us by using our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMC. And until tomorrow, I'm going to challenge you to find some ways where you can start to up your grit and tenacity game. Until then, I'm going to see you later. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, 
please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.